Your story begins far within the fields of the Eternal Blossom in a small village of Everbloom, far to the south of the underground dwarvish city of Mir, and just north of the semi-lawless, very diverse city of Sedic, with two wayward adventurers taking their first steps into Everbloom, for one, ever, for the other, in a very long while. Where would you like to go first, now that you're back home, Tamara? Anywhere's but home. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was the whole reason why we came, was to go see your parents. It was your jackass idea to do this. Well, because I gotta talk to him, don't I? No, you don't. Why not? Because my parents. I know, that's, that's, that's how we do it where I live. I don't care. Is this your dumb idea? I'd rather be out adventuring, but here we are in this stupid, boring town, going to visit my stupid, boring parents. So we in do a stupid, a boring country. Stupid, boring things like say hello and ask permission to be married, even though we got married a year ago. You do not need to do that. Why not? Because it's boring and old school. Stupid traditions with no point. I don't care. We're doing it anyway. I told you this 14 times now. Not care. Fine. Better that way. I grabbed her hand and dragged her along. Okay. You'll know that house is the most boring in town. I mean, they're all pretty boring from what I can see. It's the most boring. Okay, what does that look like? Boring. Sure. That's helpful. I knew there was a reason why I married you. Yeah? <laughs> he looks for the most boring in town. Uh, no, I was just trying to get you guys centered on this. <laughs> no, the, I know. I'm joking. This is the village of Everbloom. <laughs> um, well, while Quinta stated that her parents had the most boring house in town, I will say that it's this one. <laughs> That looks pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just make a little mark on this here so I remember. Most boring house in town. (laughs) Eh, eh. There we go. go. It's supposed to be a star, but I cannot draw with a mouse. That's fine. All right, so... uh, Quinta, why don't you tell us what your character looks like? Uh, describe, describe your character for us. Um. Well, she's like a little over three feet tall. Uh. Gnomish. <laughs> gnomish. Gold eyes, hazelnut skin, auburn hair. Kind of runs wild in the wind. She really doesn't care. Uh, somewhat muscular from traveling and dressed kind of crazily because, you know, anything else is boring. And what does she have tied to her back? I don't know. What does she have tied to her? Oh, yes. With her hurdy, her trusty hurdy gurdy strapped to her back. Oh my God. I have to go Google this now. I think <laughs> I've done this before. <laughs> You'll see big box ones, but no, oh, yeah. there's little okay. tiny lap ones. Yeah, yeah it's the, more like a, a, it looks like a, a guitar with no yeah. neck. No neck, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, especially that might be a little advanced for most races, but you being a gnome, uh, yeah, you can have that for sure. It's not that much more difficult than a guitar. Uh, just more gears and stuff. Um, Which the gnomes gnomes race, tend to, yeah gnomes tend to be the more technologically advanced race and considering D&D. one scares Brenna with her with his stupid flying boat yes listen you leave Fritz <laughs> out of this leave Fritz uh, out of Thirst Thurston is am I, am I pronouncing that one right you are correct sir all right Thurston why don't you describe yourself to us now okay so Thurston is a dwarf surprise 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 uh, who is about five foot tall. Um, he is slightly larger for a dwarf. Uh, he is about eh, middle in weight. He's about 175 pounds. 
He has brown hair. He's got sort of a, a dusty brown skin, and he has blue eyes, which stand out from the rest of him quite vividly. Okay. Um, is there anything of, hammer on his back? I was going to say, is there anything of note that you're carrying? Yes, he has a hammer and a shield, which he usually has within easy reach of him. Uh, well, with Thurston guiding the way and Quinta pointing the way, uh, you guys quickly traverse town. Um, Everbloom is a very small, small town. Um, you'll notice not a lot of wood because it is out in the middle of a giant field. It's it's a lot of hills. Um, and Quinta, you would know that this village is mainly a farming and hunting village. And any other type of materials that they need, they do have about once a week or so a few uh, merchants who come through and they trade goods. Um, and as you're walking through town, you get a couple shocked expressions and a couple just nods. It is it is pretty diverse. These This isn't just a gnomish village. Uh, there's races of all types that live here, but the population's less than 100. So it's it's real small. And then soon you're standing in front of your parents' house once again. Is it is it Rob that's typing these things or is that you, Webby? No, that'd be Rob because I'm <laughs> yeah, not typing anything. Say, yeah. It's <laughs> totally not evil cornmill. Most <laughs> just boring house. What about the totally not evil burnt down mansion on the hill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't gone that far. There's lots oh, of movies right. to name. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right, there you go. There's my parents' house. Let's go. Alright, let's go in. No, no, let's go. Yeah, we go in, no. Nay. Yes. Nay. No, dear, we go in. Nay. You gotta say hi, you're already here. No, I did not have to say hi. Woman, you got my hand, we're going. I only for you, Thurston. But you owe me. As always. Don't, don't I always? Yeah. That's... Saved your butt more times than I can count. I, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. With your womanly ways, I know. I... <laughs> he smiles to himself on that. Uh, and he drags her towards the door and walks up and knocks. Okay. Several moments go by. You don't hear much of anything. hey -oh! Hey -oh! What are you doing? It's the ancient call of the dwarves to say hello before you break your house in. You sound like a dog and eat. Look, yo. I'll show I mean, you are a dog and eat most days, but now you sound like one. Now look, let's leave the sex life out of it, shall we? Yeah. Parents! Answer your bloody door! Another few moments go by. You guys don't hear much. Uh, I try the door handle. Uh, it's unlocked. I open said door. Okay. You step in to a relatively dark house. I mean, it is mid-afternoon, so any of the light that is in this house is coming from the outside source. So are they usually away like this? I would I bloody know. I've been gone for a very long time. Like how long? I don't know. Yeah. I did not keep track of the years I ran and I stayed away. Look, you're still relatively young. You can't be that dumb. I've got 100 years on you. That doesn't mean nothing. I know how old you people are. I've still got 100 years on you. Yes, I know. She's robbing the cradle. Bratty child. Uh, uh, Thurston, it, as you're standing in the doorway, mm -hmm. a crossbow bolt 
slams into the wall just next to you. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, I get my hammer slowly out and draw the shield. Peeking Tom from... is gone. Is that you again? You up to your tricks? Peeking from behind the wall are two small gnome figures. Uh, one holding the crossbow with really like extremely large and thick glasses. Uh, Quinta, you recognize these as your parents. Are you trying to kill us, you daft old bot? Put the bloody crossbow down. Who's there? Do you not your recognize my voice? Your dad starts trying to knock another crossbow bolt, and your mom's just, Lord. like, swatting at him. Lord, thunder, and Jesus. Jesus? We don't know Jesus. Who's that? I made him up. Sounds better than any other dumb gods. Don't be bugging Cord like that. Cord never done nothing wrong with you. What kind of a name is Cord? It's better than Jesus. Jesus has a ring to it. It's more like it a... sounds like a swear. <laughs> cord swear. has a cord has a cord to it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, Quinta, is that you? Your mom comes like racing around. Dad's still trying to just... fidget with the crossbow. Did we not just shout that about 50 times? Oh, well, you know, your father, he can't hear much, and he can see even less. You Earl, put the crossbow down. The eye roll. <laughs> Earl, put that crossbow down. Uh, who, who, who's your friend? Who, who's your friend? Come in, come in, come in. I just baked some bread. Would, would you two like some bread? Who's your friend? Where's all the bloody candles? Oh, what? why do we need candles? It's daylight out. You said it was boring. This is about as boring as it gets. It's, and, it, uh, it's dim as the inside of a codger in here. Thurston taps her arm and walks past her and says, Hello, my dear. I am Thurston. I am Thurston Iron Mace. And, uh, I am your uh, your daughter's wait, uh, husband, I think is how you call it. <gasps> My daughter's what? And then all of a sudden, the father <laughs> pulls up the crossbow. He says, who's that accosting my wife? And a crossbow bolt shoots into the ceiling above you. <laughs> you father, can tell he, give he me can the barely... dang crossbow. God, she's going to pull it out of his hands. I, it's easy enough. He can barely hold the damn thing as it is. <laughs> what you've done to yourself? You're not this old. Uh, farming life is hard. <laughs> Maybe they're older than you remember. Nah, it's called he's accident prone. Nah, you're accident prone. Just kind of wanders off into the kitchen. Uh, meanwhile, Thurston is shaking at her mother's hand. Uh, yeah, she'll shake it back, and she'll she's like fanning herself with the other hand, like, and like just keeps glancing over at Quinta. Like, husband, <laughs> when when was this? Quinta's gonna put the crossbow bolt, crossbow as high up as she can get it away out of her father's reach. <laughs> okay, fair. She's about my eye level. <laughs> also fair. That <laughs> uh, Thurston kind of says, "Well, it happened about it. Well, I guess I missed you about two years ago now." You were singing in that tavern, don't you remember? I it's been longer than two years, you bat. Oh. Pardon to you. I Keita. I've got a better sense of time than you do. Kita, uh, what are you doing in taverns? She was having all the men after her, I tell you. <sighs> they was all just Did not her. get them started. <laughs> yeah. And he just smiles, a really big smile that she knows when he's basically pulling her leg. My, my. I well, was doing my bartering. 
playing uh, my pretty girdy. Oh, you and that girdy hurdy thing. I'm gonna go get the the bread. And she just kind of walks off into the kitchen as well, and you just instantly just start hearing her start berating your father about random stuff. Can we go now? No, we can't go. I haven't really talked to him yet. I haven't got that permission. You do not need it. I know, but I want it anyway. Permission for what? The father peeks around the corner, uh, squint, squinting. His eyes look abnormally large because of his glasses. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, Thurston lifts his, uh, his, well, puts his mace and his shield away, and or not mace, his hammer and shield away, and he says, I was wanting your permission to be married to your daughter. Well, you, you already kind of jumped the gun on that one there, Sonny. Well, I know that, but I just thought I would, like, seek a little bit of after permission, shall we say. She's just going to look at you. <laughs> just, just look at him. Just look. I mean, uh, Kinta, roll me a perception check. Uh, how does one do? You click on perception. Yeah. Yep. There you go. 16. Uh, so after your father's comment, uh, you also see him start procuring a small gnomish sized hand crossbow, and he just fires it off real quick. And it just kind of shoots off into, like, the couch next to Thurston somewhere. And he just starts <laughs> grumbling. And just his, his head slowly slinks back behind the wall. Daft old bot. Wait, hold on. Put it, hold on. What the hell? Why'd you name it the Torture Orchard? <laughs> <laughs> well, look down at the map, too. I have the Field of Dreams and the Field of Dreams. Yeah. Their old church. Their old church. Their new church. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Happy this little graveyard. This is what happens when you allow Rob to be able to edit. Oh my god. I don't think I'm allowing him to do anything. He's just doing it. <laughs> I know. the best map ever. I am, however, going to turn all of these into the map layer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, Field of Dreams, Field of Nightmares. Oh god. Bingo and Bongo's house. Bingo and Bongo. What? They are now part of the map and cannot be taken back. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so continue. So Thurston, you, you and Keith are standing still in the living room area. Um and you're getting just crossbow bolts shot at you and like missing by wide margins. Like you feel pretty confident that you're not gonna get hit by anything in this house. <laughs> at least not on not on purpose. <laughs> he, he smiles and looks up and Father dear, I just wanted just wanted to, to meet you, really. Father? Who are you calling father? You're a dwarf! He looks down at himself, looks back up, looks down again. Yeah, that's what my mother said, too. Mm. You got a problem with dwarfs, sir? Oh, do I? You wait until you die. Come here. Get in here. Sit, sit your ass down. Let me tell you a story. Uh, all right. And I, he stands up and walks into the room. All right, he's going to go off talking about some really boring-ass farming story about one time when there was a dwarf and then like his crops didn't come out right, and he blamed it on that guy. <laughs> nice. Fun. Um, I mean, we're not all like that. But anyway, go on. So the... Uh, the mother, Gina, uh, begins to serve freshly baked bread. And Quinta, your father, is regaling Thurston with some farming war stories. <laughs> this, I, I will say that this is, this is torture for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's just going to stand there. Rolling her eyes, making pointed glances at Thurston. Time to go, time to go. We did this, we're done, let's go. Meanwhile, Thorson's actually getting into the farming story. Lord. And he's like, 
he goes back and he tells a story about how he met once met a gnome on an adventure who liked to uh, make uh, flying devices and that he had a really cool looking thing that you could um, stare through and see at far distance. And he asks, you know, did you ever see something like that? Do you know how to make one of those? No, of course I know how to make those. That's, that's novice stuff. He just kind of starts glancing around. He's like, do you have one? I'd love to see one. I'd love to be able to look through one. I've only ever seen it with Did someone Did not else. ask him to build anything. Please. Nice. Top, top secret gnomish technology. Not to be shared with dwarves. Sorry. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Well, I... You know how it is. Sometimes you just you just want to know the secrets. Who are you again? My name is Thurston. Thurston Iron Mace. Gina, this man's thirsty. Get him a cup of something. I mean, I am a dash. If you got some ale. Size. Oh no, we don't. We don't drink ale in this house. Uh, what do you drink? We have, well, water, of course, and we also have uh, goat. Goat milk, if you'd like a glass of goat milk. You see him give the funniest look on his face, and then he goes, the water will do. Yinta, meanwhile, is just standing there with her face in her hands, abjectly shaking her head, waiting for it to all to end. <laughs> Why does okay. this feel like talking to Tamara's mother for some stupid reason? <laughs> <laughs> She'll pour you a glass of water. Uh, <laughs> the dirty look I just got. Um, she he basically drinks it down in one gulp. That's fine water. That's that's the finest water I've tasted in quite some time. Thank you very much. Uh, he looks and he says, "Can uh, the one thing I wanted to do for you both is I wanted to give you a a a, a bit of a." a what we call a, a dwarven gift, if you'd like. You know, to sort of pay you back for allowing me to marry your daughter. Earl squints at you. Go on. Uh, okay. And uh, he takes out his pack and he reaches into it and he pulls out um, something that looks identical to what he's given um Quinta in the past, and it's a little bear made out of marble. And uh, it has a hammer in its hand, and it has a growl on its face. And he says, this is a wee trinket that, uh, that the, the priest had showed me how to make many years ago. So I, I figured I'd share it with you. Or wag it out of your hand and quickly start adjusting his glasses. And then you see him reach into a pack and put another smaller pair of glasses on in front of those ones. And he's inspecting this bear. He says, hmm. Seems to be a dwarvish make. I mean, I'm a dwarf. Of course I made it. You're a dwarf? His eyes go wide. Can <laughs> <laughs> just slowly trying to just sink into the floor? Um, and then he reaches into his pack again and he pulls out some money. He places a couple of gold pieces on the table. And he Don't says, insult me, boy. He slaps the money back into your hand. I mean, I, I okay. I just, I just, it's just a tradition. You see him get all shifty eyed again. He thinks about it and then he looks at Gina and Gina just nods. He says, well, if it's tradition. He smiles and says, yes, yes, it's a fine dwarven tradition. It's uh, what we call the bride's price. It's a stupid tradition, as is this. Wait a second, did you just buy my daughter? Uh, Symbolically, I guess. It's not literal, obviously. I don't think she'd ever let me buy her. I think she'd beat me to death before I'd let her do that. I so warned him. He, he procures another small hand crossbow. Mm -hmm. And you are sitting right next to him. He is at 
pretty much point blank range. He pulls the trigger and still somehow manages to miss you. <laughs> I appreciate the water and your hospitality. Uh, I hope to see you again soon. Nice. Gina will come over and she'll actually give you a, a big hug and she just says, Thurston, dear, welcome to the family. It's Quinta has done very well for herself, it seems. And we're just glad to finally see her settle down. She glances over at Quinta. <laughs> you see his cheeks just really glow rosy. Like, thank you, lady, my lady. I appreciate it. There'll be no babies. Oh, there better be. Ever. <laughs> we we want grand grandchildren. Is there such a thing as a half make gnome, another half dwarf? Baby half, half gnome, half dwarf hybrid thing. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of a medium weight, kind of like a hobbit, basically. I guess. Well, halflings are actually kind of. I think they're taller than both dwarves oh, and right. gnomes. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can morph. There we go. Or a dwanome. Dwanome. <laughs> dwanome. Uh, he says, I will make sure we um, find you some grandchildren eventually, I'm sure. Pats. Gita <laughs> on his shoulder. And uh, smiles. Glaring. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, behind Quinta, because she is in the living room still and probably closest to the front door, um, a very loud knock, like very forceful, but, you know, just kind of happens at the front door. Just boom, boom, boom. Oh, thank every god that I've ever existed. Come in! It's a cord then. You like cord now, see? You just thanked him. <laughs> She'll just look at you. <laughs> Uh, so the front door will open, and a very large red dragonborn will just kind of like lower his head and poke his head inside. Uh, excuse me, I'm looking for Earl, the blind one on the couch. Are you here to eat him? Uh, no. I have I have his order. Uh, you're not one of those gnomes who thinks all dragonborn eat. Gnomes. No, she just wishes, sir. She just wishes. Oh. I just okay. want something. Don't pay her no him. mind. She's just grumpy. Okay, uh, Earl. I don't know why. Earl grumbles and walks over to a counter and pulls out a like a like a burlap. Sp- sack that's about his size and he just starts dragging it through the house towards the front door. He says, uh, the, the dragonborn says, oh, Mr. Badger Bottom, here's your, uh, here's your bag of radishes. And he just kind of plops another semi-larger bag on the ground. Uh, let me, let me help you with that. He like, the house is really small and boring. Um, <laughs> And he'll pluck the bag. Uh, thank you for the uh, for the goods, Mister Badgerbottom. Earl just grumbles, then starts trying to drag the bag of radishes. Can I help you with that? What? No, I can get it. Are you sure, Father? He just Earl this time will just glance at Quinta. Say. Girl, you get your man in line. Drag it yourself. That's right. He starts trying to drag it again. (laughs) I mean, I I could help you if you'd like. Listen, you've already bought my daughter. What else do you want from me? I mean, your blessing might be nice. We, my wife already gave it to you. She did. And I appreciate it. I'm just double checking to see if maybe you might. She gives my blessings. 
Oh, great. I, I'm me, not allowed to make you. decisions. And he walks over and grabs the bag for him. He instantly it. procures another crossbow. These are all different <laughs> crossbows, by the way. It's like, where do you need it to go to? I'll help you move it. How about that? I'll grab one end, you grab the other. Here, hold this, and he hands you the crossbow. Okay. Uh, takes it. Still holding on to the bag, obviously. The crossbow bolt falls out and hits you in the foot for one point of damage. <laughs> okay. And then Earl continues to drag this sack very slowly throughout the house by himself. I look at the crossbow bolt, uh, put it down, and say, well, Kinta, uh, what you want to do now? Do you want to stay overnight? Have some quality time with your parents? She's just going to crane her neck to look at him <laughs> very slowly. Or would you rather go down and we find somewhere to stay down at the pub? She'll spin around and he'll leave. <laughs> She's such a polite daughter. I don't know how you raised her so well. I don't know how you're going to find a pub. I mean... He, he arches an eyebrow at you. <laughs> I'll make one! Is there not a drinking establishment somewhere in this community? No, it's boring! Boy, well, we're a village of farmers and hunters. Not I've never been to a place nor how bloody small that didn't have a pub. But I'll make do. Welcome to Everbloom. Indeed, indeed. Well, Cord will provide, I'm sure. Uh, until we meet again. Hopefully not too soon. Quinta, you're mean, always welcome here. <laughs> Quinta's already <Hey>. gone. <laughs> Thurston kind of nods politely and walks out the door, looking okay. for where Quinta went. Uh, as you catch up to Quinta, uh, Thurston, roll me a perception check. Ooh, it worked. Okay. Uh, jogging up behind Quinta uh, further, heading towards like the market area. Uh, across the market, you do see a familiar face of somebody that you've traveled with prior. Hey! Hey, look! Look! What? Look, we've seen her before. Don't you remember? She came to the wedding. Friend of mine. I... Traveled sure. with me a bit. Shush! She's great! If a bit of a... Stingy. Just shake her head and turn around and look. Um, Elspeth, would you like to describe your character? Sure. So Elspeth is about five nine. Um, with her <laughs> the top poof of her long braid, she's probably like more like six feet. Um, <laughs> um so yep, she has a single braid. That her hair is done up in. Um, she's about. She's a human. She's about 170 pounds. Um, she is wearing a robe. Uh, she carries a quarterstaff. Uh, her hands and feet are wrapped up like they're bandaged, but she doesn't have shoes or gloves or anything. Okay. Elspeth, you see uh, a dwarf and a gnome that you have previously met. Um, Kind of one of them is like waving excitedly, and the other one is half acidly looking in your direction. <laughs> um, so she's not, she looks like she doesn't recognize you at first, and then she's like, <gasps> and she's gonna come over. Hey, what are you guys doing here in this rinky dink town? I grew up here. Oh. We were meeting our parents. I. They're great people. You should meet them. No. Oh, can I? No. I mean, okay. one of them shoots crossbow bolts very poorly at you, but uh, other than that. We are not going back there. What, you're not going to talk to them about the babies? 
I will beat you with my hurdy gurdy. It will hurdy and gurdy. <laughs> I feel like I've come in partway through a conversation. You got any more of that cake? It was really good. Nice. Thurston McCakeson here ate it all. I mean, it was good. You got a problem with that? You stuffed their face and had a belly for two days. I mean, it's it's mother me to love. Don't you know what you love about me? How how girthy yes, I am. Yes, you're rolling about on the ground, moaning about your stomach because you ate so much bloody cake. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. That's 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 scandalous. But true. I mean, it might be, but that's not the point right now. Aye. So what can we do you for? What you doing here anyway? Yeah, what are you doing in this bloody ass town? Oh, I'm just looking for AP. AP? Yeah? My my turtle friend. Remember, he came to the wedding, too. Oh, right, right. Why is he yeah. gone? Um, I don't know. He got called back to the Thieves' Guild, and I haven't seen him since. So I've kind of just been wandering around the area looking for him. And, and I just happened to be here? here. Well, here? Um, look, it's... You near. can't even hide a turnip in this bloody town. Apparently you can't lift one either if you're your dad. I mean, yeah, and people can't hide their valuables either, but... You're grabbing uh, people's valuables? What? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, where's where did you... You saw the turtle in the Thieves' Guild. There's no Thieves' well, Guild here. Is there? No, not here, but I, I, I'm kind of avoiding going back home. Did you do something to cause yourself to be put oh, it out? I have that feeling. Mm, no, I just don't like it there. I uh, know that feeling. Well, also, the Thieves Guild doesn't really like me, but that's more their issue than mine. So last time I saw you, we were on some damn fool mission. Other than the wedding, of course. But uh, you got up to anything good lately? Anything, you know, anything interesting? Uh, I got to this place called the Cave of Madness. I don't recommend it. If you're looking for a honeymoon spot, I'd say no. I mean... And he kind of glances over in Quinta's direction like, you want to? Anything's better than here. All right, then. Let's Cave go. of Madness it is. Let's go. Come uh, with us. Uh, nah. No, I've already been there, thanks. <laughs> um, let, let me give you a, a parting hug, friend. And now I'm going to hug him. And I'm going to try to rip his pockets. <laughs> at, at about that time, um, a large commotion starts to happen from the east. And as you guys all look, uh, there is two people being carried in on essentially uh, makeshift stretchers. Um, there's blood and everything trailing from behind them. And Quinta, this is this is not a common occurrence in this village. Like this, maybe even piqued your interest a little bit. Hi, this is the most excitement this town has seen in the last five centuries. Hey, let's go check it out. Oh, you're eager to do something in this town? All right, let's go. Anything. He gets his uh, hammer out and his shield out, and he taps them together and says, Blessing be the cord, we're going to kill something, maybe? If we're lucky. Oh, I like that. And uh, again, he starts to march over there. Quinta will lead the way. Does she know any of the people carrying the stretchers? Um, yeah, one of them is the Dragonborn that you saw just a little while ago. Uh, you would know him. He, he, he is the radish farmer uh, in this village, and his name is Guko. Really? 
Yep. You damn Guko. right. Guko. I mean, you pick Kenta Badger bottom, you're bugging him for Guko. Guko, Goku. Goku, Guko. Oh, Both of which were gotcha. Radish farmers. All right, all right, all right. I gotcha. <laughs> I'm with you now. <laughs> that is right. Hi, Guko. What's huh? up with this? And please don't tell me it's not anything boring like somebody tripped over their bloody plow again. Uh, no, uh, he hands the stretcher kind of off to another passerby and he takes a sidestep. Uh, there are two injured individuals, um, based off their equipment, like they do have bows with them. You can tell that they're two of the hunters of the village and, uh, Guko steps closer to you guys. He says, no, apparently there's, uh, there's some wild beast or, or some form of a monster or something that got way too close to the village. I mean, we haven't it's had problems beast. with animals. And it's a monster. It's exactly what we've been looking for. Why? Oh, let's get the details. Why are uh, you I so excited? Why are you people are insane? I mean, it... And, and you can tell he's kind of used to this. So you re... My friend, as, as a follower of Kord, and as and hence his priest, it is my duty to meet all challenges, shall we say. So, of course, this is a way for me to worship him. You just want to bash heads in. Ba- bash heads in. I mean, that too, but this is an additional positive. You know, the last time that we worked together just came screaming back to me. Yeah, was that fun? <laughs> I mean, you got knocked out, I got knocked out. We had uh, to drag ourselves out of that den of liches. It was awesome. Yeah. Thurston, roll me a perception check. Okay. No, dear. Hmm. Oh dear, John broke it again. Refresh your page. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It might be just logged out or something. Do 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 do. Actually, I don't know. I'll just. Oh, it did. Oh, no, now good. all of them rolled all at once. Oh, hey, right. Three twenty-threes nice. in a row. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty consistent. I gotta say. It was meant to be. Yep. Um, as you're as you're getting excited and explaining the the tenets of of cord to this dragonborn. Uh, he is he is kind of fidgety with the whole you guys getting excited about a beast or a monster outside of the village, but you do see him kind of reach for his neck and tuck a uh, well, I mean it's a holy symbol down underneath his his cloth shirt, and it it did have the holy symbol of cord on it. He looks and says, "What?" Look, you follow my god as well. I... There we go. His eyes just go to the ground. He he actually looks ashamed. What's the matter, my friend? He walks over and pats him on the shoulder. Are you having second thoughts? No, no. It's... It's, it's been a long time since I've followed the tenants and... I I got rid of most of my equipment uh, of that life, and I, I just couldn't bear to get rid of this, but I don't feel like I deserve it at the same time. I'm a radish farmer. And he just kind of looks at you, like, expectantly, like, for your agreement with him. <laughs> well, I mean, do you try to be the best kind of radish farmer you can? Are you kicking ass? In every time you grow one, do you try and outdo what you did before? Are you are you sure we fall? We we are we're talking about the same cord? Because I don't well, think cord cares if you kick a radish's ass. Well, I understand that, but I mean, we all have to follow in the ways we can, right? I mean, we worship as best we can. There are times where we do things that aren't necessarily what cord might exactly want. But he does love achievement. He wants you to achieve. That's the whole point. Right? You don't understand. Uh, I mean... Let maybe. me let me, let me me put it this way, uh, brother. Um, I was a paladin. Ah. And I'm 
an Oathbreaker. He just kind of glances down again. He gets a little awkward little sideline and Orson taps him on the shoulder and says, <clears throat> Well, I understand how that can go. It's hard to follow our tenants all the time. But if you need a beaten in order to feel like you can be a part of it again, let me know. Otherwise, be lessons to you and may Cord help you get back on the right path, my friend. Uh, you as well. And he points down the road. He says that would probably be your right path, by the way. He smiles. And as he does so, he takes uh, his gauntlet off. And then he takes his fist and punches him in the chest with it. Not soft. And says, okay, I know roll, you... roll an attack. Okay. It would just be uh, straight D20. Strength. Uh, D20 uh, without your... Just a straight D20. Oh, right. You wouldn't use your proficiency modifier, but he's not armored either, so. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, you. Ah. I mean, you hit him, but it. I mean, he's he's a scaly dragonborn. That's fine. I mean, that was he wasn't going for like denting. Yeah. Um, and uh, he smiles and pulls, puts the gauntlet back on, puts the shield over top of it, takes his hammer out, and says, "Blessings to y'all." And uh, walks away. Says, Genta, let's go. Good, I was getting sick of your ranting on about your stupid god. Look, you. We both know that the god has come into a hand on a number of occasions. He's blessed us with victory and gold. Yeah, no, our skills have. Same There was difference. no god. Look, Doing you were mentioning that, it was Jesus us. earlier, and now you're complaining that I made no him god. up. Ay, this woman. If I didn't love you, I'd kill you. Let's you know. go. <laughs> Elizabeth, what are you doing? I have moved over to the this. I have moved over to the injured. And I'm like, I'm a healer, let me help. Oh god. I pick oh, up their god. hands and I, I check their pulses, I check their pockets, I check their pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was covered. Um well, I mean, you won't find anything in their pockets. Maybe uh, some animal feed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get the sense that this town, there is no money in this town. They they specifically deal with trading the goods that they acquire. <sighs> She's going to, like, dust her hands off. Well, time for me to move on. Why don't you move over this way and come help us out, you dumb git? You want me to just come fight a monster, like, for free? I mean, there might be some gold in it. You never know what's in that monster. Yep. But You can but, always steal its teeth. Why would I want a monster's teeth? I don't know. Ivory, you git. Teeth from ivory? I thought ivory what? was hair. What? I Hair? You, Hair? Ivory was hair? Yeah. <laughs> You've even confused your god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of hair. Didn't you know no. that? No, Ivory is like teeth and bone. My mommy told me it was hair. She told yeah, me. Yeah, mommy's an bed. idiot. God, if you sh will you ever shut up if I just go mommy. with you? <laughs> Good. Let's go then. Go, let's go kill <laughs> something. Fine. All right. Let's move you guys here. I like it, but I can drag him on that way. All right. Let's go ahead and drop you guys somewhere on the well, path this looks here. All happy and cheerful. I mean, it's a path. It's going to kill us. I mean, it is It is the afternoon, so <clears throat> that's why it's not dark out and ominous. <laughs> <laughs> or more ominous. But it's positively Pokemon, this path. Pokemon, man. Pokemans? I don't know what she's talking about now. Cartoony, cheerful, oh, okay. Pokemon-y. Is it? Doesn't it's look a, very cheerful to me, but all right. It's a Warcraft map. Anyway, um, 
you guys walk along this path for a little while, probably about half hour, 45 minutes or so. And you come to, I mean, you're following this consistent trail of blood. These two hunters lost a lot of blood. Um, and you come to an overturned cart. <laughs> well, it's funny that you put corpse there. It's funny that you put corpse Ashes there. Ashes corpse. Um, there, there is a dead body there. Uh, I just, I just did not put one there because this is a merchantile. This is a um, mm-hmm. wagon. I'm sorry, it's just the name of it. That's all. Yeah. I, I put, I put that because you said it was like Pokemon. So. Uh, Thurston walks up to the corpse and sees if, just to make sure there's no life left in it. All right, let me just toss down. Mm, you know what? <laughs> we will use Austin's character from the other van nice. games. There you nice. go. Here, here's your dead corpse. Ah, uh, that didn't look lovely. He did. <laughs> he did. He got. Couldn't get much more Austin than that. All right. So go ahead. And, uh, you were walking up to. Yeah, I was gonna walk up to it and uh, just check it and see if there was anything. I can do about it. Uh, roll medicine. Okay. That will be easier than trying to get there. Apparently I'll have to stare at Tamara's screen. Uh, medicine. I'm good at that. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh, looking over this corpse, it is, it is definitely a corpse. It is definitely dead. It's beyond your capabilities of reviving. Mm-hmm. Um, but upon further inspection, you see several bite marks, but they're small, uh, with the exception of one that is on his side, on his right side, just below the rib cage. Uh, it seems to be a, a pretty good chunk that has been taken out of his, his midsection. Hey, Kenta, can you have a look at this and see what you think? Looks like it uh, needs to be identified what these teeth marks are about. About to say I was going to do that. Good. This has been a Distractions Media production. To find everything we do, please check out distractionsmedia.com.